tonight we are concluding our mini-series with Spider-Man Far From Home. Following the events of Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man must step up to take on new threats in a world that has forever changed. So, Spider-Man Far From Home, first movie taking place after Endgame, and currently the only one we have that's out. Uh, So, big things to talk about in this one. Uh, Nicole, what did you think of Far From Home? So, going into this, uh, I wasn't too fond of this Spider-Man. Not that I didn't like him. It was just not my favorite character going into this. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't sure how they were going to kind of recuperate after all this and start putting out regular movies, if you want to say that, you know, about specific characters and whatnot. But um, Mm -hmm. I was so pleasantly surprised with this one. I thought that it was just a really good way to step up to the next phase um Mm -hmm. really got to see what spider-man could do on his own i mean they've they've just portrayed him as this scared teenager and you know you think to yourself well how is he going to carry on a movie by himself now um with all this this training and all these these new gadgets that he has you know how is he gonna do this so um i was interested in seeing how they were gonna play this out and i think that this was just Probably one of my favorite movies so far, honestly. Oh, wow. Big, big difference from the first Spider-Man that we got. Um, yeah, which you were pretty Luke on. You were not a, not a big fan of that. Yeah. One. Yeah, I think that I've noticed in myself that the second and third movies of specific characters are mm-hmm. a lot better for me than the originals because I already have the backstory and now we're getting into the meat. So I think that's where I have ended up landing on on characters is their second movies are usually better for me um everyone but, <laughs> yeah the whole the whole plot of this is just really interesting they do a they do a great job with the with the mysterio and the the hologram type deal really interesting mm-hmm. concept so i like that a lot so mama k's question for this episode is uh to long one first it's do you think they are setting up spider-man to take over the spot vacated by the loss of iron man i think that's a big kind of theme in this movie obviously uh and then follow up will it work or will marvel have to reboot iron man like they are planning to do with cap to keep people interested i I think it might take a while if they are going to do that because i mean as we can see spider-man doesn't have the necessary tools to do these things on his own he's heavily relying on whatever iron man has left for him or what iron man has given him in terms of the suits and and the glasses and all those things so you know he has the 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 smarts to do so but i think he's so young and he doesn't have any other powers otherwise that um if they are going to take that route it's really going to take a while and Mm -hmm. um i would hate for them to just throw him into this role of the next iron man so if it's quick you know i'll be a little disappointed because i don't feel like he is set up for a quick success i think that he is set up for um at utilizing all the tools that Iron Man has left him for a while until he can get the hang of it and then start building his own things and kind of getting into that Iron Man mindset. Yeah, it'll be interesting to watch. I, I, I'm hoping this just kind of keeps going for as long as it can because it'll be cool to have seen Spider-Man who was like 
the, the actor would have been like when Iron Man came out, like what, like five or six years old, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully by the end, he's like a, like a, like a, you know, a 40 something year old man and he's leading the team or a high ranking member of the team. And we'll have watched him literally completely grow up through, yeah. through the movies. I think that'll be interesting to see. I like this one as well. Uh, I like this more than the first one as well. Um, and it, it's you know it has the super hard job of following the biggest movie ever mm-hmm. um so it's i think it succeeds in that and sets us up with a lot of interesting questions so let's talk about the two twists or not twists but two little stings we get at the end first in the mid credit scene uh we see that j jonah jameson who is being reprised by jk simmons who played the same character or the same named character in the toby Maguire spider-man so interesting. that's interesting uh and he is a uh host of the daily bugle which in the comics is the newspaper uh but now it looks like it's kind of like an info wars and J. J. jonah jameson's like an alex jones type it's like, like it's like tmz <laughs> yeah yeah it's like a it's like a pound the fist conspiracy kind of thing like alt community would support it uh anyway uh he broadcasts doctored footage to the to the world basically of the london incident where uh where quentin beck when he dies he said he has a bunch of contingency plans in place uh, and he's kind of doctored this footage to make it look like Spider-Man was responsible for the drone attack. Uh, he killed Beck, who was who is according to them a hero, and then the he exposes the greatest of all time. Uh, yes, the greatest of all, no doubt, will go down as, as after we just had this giant thing. But whatever. <laughs> uh, and uh, finally, he exposes his secret identity to the world, so now everyone knows Peter Piker. P- Peter Piker. Peter <laughs> Parker is Spider-Man. So, what do you think of this first mid-credits scene? Um, I mean, it was bound to happen, right? Um, uh, people mm-hmm. were slowly starting to realize who Spider-Man was, and I don't know how well these kids could keep a secret. I mean, we saw that Ned's kept this secret for years, but... Somehow, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, who knows what MJ was going to do with that information, and it's... Uh, I am interested to see how they're going to move forward with that. Uh, I was not expecting that at all, and, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how that's going to go. Yeah, and uh, we didn't even talk about MJ. I really like her in this. I think if we, like I said, we did have the original full length reviews. Mama Kay and I did back when the movie first came out, so you can go back and listen to those if you want a full like hour long discussion on this one. But uh, I, yeah, I, I really like MJ in this one. I like her the way they use her. She mm-hmm. wasn't um, in much of the first one, but uh, anyway, uh, the second post credits scene is uh, it's revealed that Nick Fury and Maria Hill in this movie have been the Skrulls, Talos, and Soren from Captain Marvel. So uh, they are in disguise. This whole movie, I think we're led to believe, is Fury and Hell have been have been replaced by the scrolls. And then uh, we see the real Nick Fury is sitting on a fake beach in space, presumably, uh, at a scroll base, mm-hmm. uh, spaceport, something like that. So uh, yeah, what'd you think of that? <laughs> um, I mean, even when we were watching uh, Captain Marvel, and I said, I, I know I said something at the end about the Skrulls. I'm like, when are they going to use them to their advantage because of this mm-hmm. shape-shifting, teleporting type of deals? But now uh, now that I'm saying it, literally in my head right now, I'm thinking, well, were the Skrulls behind Mysterio, too? Because he's kind of the same. Um it's hard to say. I mean, I don't know who's good and bad anymore. Um, I can't tell what the deal with Nick Fury is. I, you I, never have been. Now you're no, really questioning. <laughs> I really am because I can't tell who's on whose side anymore. Um, very interesting that they did this. I like the twist. Uh, I, I'm very intrigued to see the rest of the how this plays out with Nick Fury and the scrolls and whatnot. 
These are two. I think these are two really good post-credit scenes for a movie that's bridging this twenty-two movie journey. They had into to a set themselves thing. up into a into a bunch more storylines, right? So they did a good does, job of that. Yeah, we get so yeah we have on the one hand all the 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 conspiracy theories and like are people going to turn on Spider Man, turn on the Avengers, think they're they're they've been bad or something this whole time? That's that's an interesting way to go. And then yeah, including the scrolls and you know I, there's all the internet theories of well how long has Fury and and Talos been switching? Have they been switching for the past twenty five years? There's the the I told you about the diagonal toast line mm-hmm. and uh, all the the theories on that because of the time he ate toast in Hawkeye's house. So and we don't have to get into all that and right you know now. what <laughs> also I'm, I'm also interested in in uh seeing is now that i've watched all these and i kind of understand the succession of of easter eggs in all of these the new one black widow that's coming out i'm really curious to see how they're going to take some of these things from spider-man because i can only imagine they're going to have to keep bouncing off of these last two little you know quips at us um it's got to mm-hmm. be something in there so i really want to know what they're going to do with her story yeah, I'm sure they're, you know, it's, if they're starting a new phase, it's going to be kind of, I think, like the earlier ones where, like, they didn't have a whole lot to do with each other, but they have a few little tiny details mm-hmm. that stick together. And then, you know, whenever, a couple years down the line, when we get some sort of new team-up movie, whatever that'll be, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll have the groundwork put in. So I think that'll that'll leave us here for Spider-Man again. If you want more discussion, we have an episode that came out last year, around this time last year. So uh, you can go check that one out if you need more Spider-Man Far From Home talk. But would you recommend this one? Yeah, I definitely would. I really like this one. Thought it was really good. As did I. So we are we are warm on Spider-Man Far From Home, and that is the end of our Marvel miniseries for now. In the future, of course. Oh, after, I uh, can't believe it. I know you did the journey. You, you fun, fun, fun time on this one. Oh, I had so much fun. I'm so glad that I decided to do this and get into it because this, I, I'm. I'm ready to go read some shit online. Like I am really, <laughs> I've really enjoyed it. And uh, now you can join Mama K and I for the future Marvel <laughs> reviews. Cause those are always just me and her. Cause no one else wanted to do them, but now you can join us for black <laughs> widow whenever that comes out, hopefully in November, but we'll see. All right. Thank you for being on Nicole. Thanks. And thank you everyone for listening. That will be the end of the Marvel mini series for now. Uh, if, you know, you like this series, maybe we'll do another mini series in the future. Maybe not immediately, because this was a lot more work than I think either of us thought it was going to be. But uh, <laughs> maybe another mini series on another series of movies down the line. Uh, so, till next time, this is Brennan signing out saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. <laughs>